Welcome to episode 48 of the Gold Card Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Vince Colotti, at Gelati, L-O-L. With me tonight, we have three quarters of the crew. We have John George at the Esports Plug. How are we doing, everybody? And Chris Chung at Prime, L-O-L. Hello, hello. And unfortunately, Calvin is not going to be able to be with us this week. Uh, there's a chance he'll be with us next week, but we'll have to see. He did leave his pick of the week, though, so... Uh, no listener reviews this week. The guys are slacking again. Shame. <laughs> Some shameful shit here. It's a uh, whole paragraph and then nothing, huh? I know. We get we get the we, maybe MT wrote wrote a long enough review for all the people, but no, no, he didn't. I want them all. Bring them all. Even send send the hate mail. I'll read hate mail too. That's fine with me. I, <laughs> bring bring yeah, it on. Bring it on. Oh, I, probably just, it I probably just brought a whole world to hurt on us. But, you'll, get, you'll get some fame out of it. We'll talk about you on the show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So a couple news items. Uh, so MSI got delayed uh, and Rift Rivals also got canceled, obviously, due to the, the coronavirus pandemic that's happening right now. Uh, the, the plan is to have MSI played a couple weeks into the summer split. Which, you know, someone like I don't really feel too strongly about it, but I do think it's a little annoying because Summer Split matters so much more now, and now like presumably like a couple of these good teams are just gonna have to take time out of their schedule, disrupt everything, and go play this tournament that doesn't completely not matter, but their regional stuff matters way way more, especially with the increased significance of the Summer Split now. So. Uh, that part of it is a little weird to me, but I guess they didn't really have too many other options. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know what the, answer, the the correct answer is. Like, I think you'd rather have the tournament than not have it. But it is kind of annoying for some of these teams that are going to have to kind of just up upend everything in the middle of, you know, week four or whatever. But I guess they kind of did that for Rift Rivals anyway, right? Seems like they could just cancel MSI and offer some sort of alternative incentive to the teams that did well in the in the spring split or something the problem is like technically msi matters because you're playing for the extra seed at worlds true like directly into the tournament but it's like so they've got to make msi worth more than just that yeah like, that, that that's the way i look at it like make it like a like a three quarters of a major like like you're telling me you you don't have enough, you know, money in the bank to make some big prize for this tournament because then it might be a lot more intriguing to these teams, right? Maybe yeah, you'd have yeah. people wanting to play for it and wanting to go and wanting to win their split so they could go have a chance at a million dollars or something like that. Yeah, throwing some some big prize up top there would be kind of cool. Something for the a way for some teams to win money somewhere else other than worlds. I mean, there's prizes in the local leagues, but. <clears throat> could be kind of cool. Bring some more power to it. Yeah, because as it stands right now, it's just kind of like an exhibition that matters a little bit. You know, <laughs> like you're you're yeah. bat like presumably, you know, we'll, we'll just take an example. Let's say uh, uh, G two, right? Presumably, G two is battling for a spot for someone else in their region that does not matter to them. Yeah, they 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 don't care about like they're fighting for origin to get a seed directly into the tournament. Isn't that like a little bit weird? Like I I get I think there's better ways you could drum up regional pride about stuff. Is all. 
I agree. Like prize money would be interesting, I think. Because you know, I, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's a whole it's a whole weird dynamic. I, I don't want to go off too much because it doesn't really matter too much. I don't think, but it could. Yeah, it's just um, kind of an interesting situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. the next one, and I, I only wrote these two news pieces down. But you guys can, if you guys have anything, feel free to add on. But the next one I would discuss was uh, something I just finished writing up, writing about for the blog post because matches tomorrow. But uh, EDG and at least I can't remember who the other team was off the top of my head have announced that some of their starters are just done, like not playing for spring split. Period. Um, so for EDG. Initially, I'm just going to read it off of what I wrote because it'll sound more concise this way. <laughs> so, EDG. Uh, where'd it go? There it is. Okay. So, uh, ran, uh, ran underscore LPL on Twitter. Pretty good, reliable source for all things LPL. Uh, tweeted out that EDG would be playing without JJ, Zinye, Jinu, and Coach's Heart and Clear Love for the entire spring split due to health concerns over the coronavirus, I'm assuming. So, uh, I don't know more details other than it was they're not at the facility and they're not practicing with the team. This morning, EDG's official Twitter refuted it, saying that Hart and Jinu were healthy and safe in their office, like they're practicing and everything. But now, that's both junglers, uh, JJ and Jinye, Jinye are both you know, the, the two junglers on the primary roster, which means they had to bring in an emergency jungler. The emergency jungler is an import. Uh, Junja is an import f- who has PCS residency, formerly LMS residency, because he's from Taiwan. And because of that, they have two imports on their team already in Jinu and Scout, who are both Korean. So now Jinu has to sit because they can't have more than two imports. And that's like the whole deal happening with EDG. I wrote more about it. If you want to check the blog, that's fine. But, I'm trying to remember who the other team was because uh, I didn't write it down because I had to throw this together at the last minute. But there was another team that said one of their players or coaches is just out for the spring split period. I don't remember who it was off the top of my head. Do you guys remember? I'm going to try to find that out right now. Are we all just like sleuthing for this? I, I can't think of anyone. but you might I just saw it today it. too. I'm just going to check real quick, see if I do anything. I did just see a wild piece of non-lol news while we were doing this. Go for it. Donald Trump just suspended all travel from the United St- or from uh, from Europe to the United States. Ooh, wait, New York wow. in the United States? From Europe to the United States. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Let's see. I'm trying to find real quick mm-hmm. if I can find anything on this. Uh, you know what? I don't want to eat up too much time on this, but if I find anything else, I'll. I, I, I'm confident I saw some. It was like a, maybe it was like a sub for somebody who was just going to be out, but I, I saw something else for another team too. I just don't know what it was. I'll try to put it in the show notes if I find anything. Uh, do you guys have any other news uh, news notes, things like that? No, nothing. Nothing it's kind crazy. Of a slow league news week. Weirdly, I don't know. No LCK. Oh. There was the um, the LCK is going to be doing basically like the hits, like a bunch of uh, retired players are coming out of retirement to play an exhibition oh. match. That actually looks yeah. pretty. That looks pretty neat. It looked hilarious. It looked awesome. Yeah, that'll be pretty neat. It's um, let me see. They're calling it the Return of Champions Korea, <laughs> and I think it's actually 
it might actually be on right now as we're recording this and double checking. Ruby Gobert has coronavirus as well as Tom Hanks. Oh my um, God. I think it already happened actually. <laughs> so never mind. Yeah, they did they did like an exhibition thing I'm gonna have to watch. It was on sandbox underscore go Twitch channel. It was uh Looper Ambition Dade Prey and Wolf <laughs> versus Marin Insect Pawn Piglet and Mad Life. And that, that that's crazy, right? <laughs> A fun little lineup. Yeah, so I don't know. That that's about all. I, I I didn't really have anything else of note. You guys just want to get into this slate. There's, not, there's really not a whole lot going on this week. So I mean, there's a whole lot of real life stuff going on. There's not a whole lot going on in the world of League of Legends this week. So, um, yeah, where are we starting? LPL, LEC. Well, let's go with the LPL. We LPL. haven't had it in a while. All right, cool. LPL Friday morning. Uh, actually, you know, before we go into it, let me do. Let me see if I have any pertinent stuff from the line history. So, so far in the LPL, we have 22 matches down. Uh, the favorites have won 14 of them. The favorites have covered the spread eight times. Underdogs have won eight. Underdogs have covered the spread eight times or 14 times. And the underdogs have two owed three times out of 22 matches. I believe one of those was this morning. No, one of them was yesterday with E-Star sweeping Sooning. So, did I report that right? And DMO, DMO was, uh, I believe they were an underdog when they swept LGD. Were they? Uh, no, they were they were favored in that match. They were favored? Okay. Yeah. They were the underdogs on DraftKings. They oh. were, yes, I remember. They may have <laughs> opened as dogs. Yeah, all right, we're good, we're good. So, I got it right. So, uh, LPL so far looking a little chalkier, but if you've watched any of these games, there have been a couple of them. Uh, the, the What's it called? V- Vici game one against Invictus really just got my blood boiling this morning. <laughs> Where There have been a couple of these that probably should have gone to three games and haven't. But, yeah, uh, I thought that game was a like a clear example of when a team is better than another one. Yeah. Actually, it was game two I was thinking of where – Invictus' comp did not look like it should be able to win past a certain time period, and the game went pretty damn long, and Invictus still won. Oh, uh, that was that was game, game two was was the shy. So game one, yeah, the shy went nuts. Off. The shy went nuts on Callista mm-hmm. uh, against Orn, which if you don't know, like th- by the way, for those that don't know, like everyone's going to be all over the shy for this, but like the Callista top is just a thing that he's been playing in solo queue, and a lot of people have picked it up. It's like a it's kind of like a different version of the Janna top or Soraka top as like a hard counter to these these like do nothing tanks. Like yeah. it just gives you a free way to scale into the rest of the game. So basically like you just hard bully these tanks earlier because like they can't punish you for auto attacking and then you get Ren stacks and then it's just it's extremely punishing. So it's a very free lane, so the fact that he got fed is not surprising. Now, the fact that he did it against a cannon, a little bit more impressive in game two. Uh, he just basically popped off again and was playing solo queue. So, that's, <laughs> I don't know. But I, I actually think Vichy should have turned game two around, and then they threw, and then Invictus threw, and then they threw again, and then Invictus ended up winning because they threw last. So, that's, I don't know. It was LPL, ladies and gentlemen. The LPL. Correct. So. Speaking of the LPL, uh, Friday we have OMG minus 224 against Rogue Warriors plus 180. Wow. That's crazy. 
I just posted to them real quick before we get into these games. The NBA just announced that they're done for the season. Oh. <clears throat> because uh, with That's... Gobert testing positive, he's been practicing for weeks, and his team's been playing against other teams for weeks. <clears throat> so it's very possible that it's in, throughout the entire NBA. Holy shit. Yeah, I just seen Woj just tweeted, wow. Yeah, unbelievable, right? That's and insane. Then, yeah, this is what they said would happen. It's going to come out of nowhere and come very fast. Be careful, people. Yeah, be careful. Sorry, we keep interrupting with coronavirus. Stay, stay, stick in, stay, stay inside and play video games. That's the that's the moral of the story hey, here. You can't get infected. So, uh, OMG minus two twenty four. Rogue Warriors plus one eighty. The OMG minus one point five is at plus one thirty seven. So, OMG have played. They played RNG this morning. Uh, two to one series. Really, really high level series. A lot of. Both these teams are playing really, really fast. Uh, ONG played, yeah, so they played 2-1 against, they lost 2-1 against RNG. And then in opening day, they won 2-1 against LNG. And what was also a pretty high-level series, if you guys watched that. Uh, OMG looked good. I, I know, you know, they're 3-3 three and three basically on the season. But RNG looked like, to me, like in the two game, in the two matches we've seen from RNG, RNG looked like the best team in China right now. They're winning clean. They're winning controlled. They're winning fast. They're doing. They're doing everything right, and that's with Betty in the lineup. Betty's been outstanding. Yeah, Betty's um, been way better than I expected. I gotta say. Yeah, I mean Betty like looked good in the in the Demacia Cup also. So, yeah. and I mean probably the best eighty carry of all time from the LMS. So it's not too surprising, but uh, like has definitely still overachieved, which is kind of wild. I, I think Zalambao like XLB. He's calling yes. the game. Yep. Has been outstanding as a rookie yep. jungler. This team looks like legit. I, to me, RNG are, are the kings right now. I think they they look. I mean, obviously, we'll see what Invictus and Fun Plus look like with a bigger sample size. But we've seen two games from RNG this week, and they look outstanding. And OMG was able to stay competitive with them in in really two out of the three games. So um, and then LNG, LNG and OMG played a really really like just fast paced series. Where it was back and forth, both teams are doing a lot of things well. So, I, it, it's looking to me like our prediction that OMG was going to be the real deal is probably true. Yep. Based on what we've seen so far, uh, we haven't seen Rogue Warriors since before the break. Before the break, they were. Let me see, two and two. I think they went one and one in their series. Yeah, they they two owed Sooning. And then lost 0-2 to E-Star. I think that was like the first day of the spring split. So, but it, it that was so long ago that it's like kind of hard to use that as information. But that's the last time we saw them. Uh, they were running with Crazy Haro, Ruby's Wuji, and um, Lei in that match. Uh, haven't announced any rosters yet, so I, I'm assuming that's going to be the uh, the lineup. It feels hard not to get on the OMG minus 1.5 here. Yeah. I, so the way I've been playing the LPL is treating this like a new week one, and it hasn't worked out like in terms of results, but it has kind of worked out like watching the games. It's probably should have turned out that way. It's that kind of thing, even if the results didn't quite pan out that way. So with that much downtime, I'm, I'm definitely going to lean – in favor of dogs just because they've had time to prepare for this match. And it's just like a week one in regular season, except even more so because they've been practicing, you know, at least a good chunk of the time, but OMG also look really, really good. So it's this difficult 
balance that you have to strike, right? So does OMG looking good enough give you enough confidence to to take the minus 1.5? Is it just a value play or you know, are 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 we ignoring the hiatus altogether and just looking at what Rogue Warriors has shown us so far? I I hate the minus 1.5 in China in general. I almost never play it. But this feels like a spot where it's warranted for me. OMG looks like one of the best teams in the league. Rogue Warriors looks like one of the worst teams in the league, and you're getting plus money on the minus 1.5. I would I, I think this is one of the few spots where I would think it's warranted, even though I hate playing it in general. Yeah, I, I'm, I think I'm actually going to be on the money line and like probably like a tooth. Like I'm probably going to bet the money line to win one and then, you know, do like three quarters or half a unit on the, on the minus 1.5. So that I, I'm net positive as long as OMG wins, and then even more so if they they cover. So, I mean, favorite, like I said, favorites have been covering in China, so so far. But again, like it's it's so weird looking at this sample size with you know six week break in between. It's kind of crazy. So, yeah, Chris, thoughts on this one? Yeah, I think uh, the minus one is, is weird to me. It seems like too good to be true. I think you should probably take it. Um, I would take OMG money. Wait, money line? Uh... Yeah, it's tough. I, I I might pass, but I think OMG is going to win. Yeah, I, have you been impressed with them so far? Uh, in certain parts, it's a much bigger upgrade since last year, and I think the pieces are coming in together to allow this team to be to realize their potential. You know, and that's kind of what we had hoped for them last year, but. This group is way, way better, and uh, I'm excited to see them. I think this is a playoff team if everything goes well for them. Yeah, they to me, they definitely look like a playoff team, but I, I also don't want to get too far ahead of myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Just because, like, because you end up getting, like, that confirmation bias where it's like, okay, this is a team that I thought was going to be good before the season started. They look you know, like they're on pace for what they were supposed to be, and they've been competitive against good teams in good series so far. But I don't want to get ahead of myself and just assume that this guy's the limit and they're going to be like you know the top four team in the league, right. like just Early based season. on what we've seen so far. Early season. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm probably going to do like I said, just lay to win one and then do you know something to lock in a profit and then some if I get the minus one point five. So, Team WE plus two twenty three. Vici minus 282, Vici minus 1.5 is at plus 120. So this one's a little more intriguing because we've seen both of these teams uh, this week so far. Uh, WE won against Victory 5 this morning in what can only be described as the <laughs> Dude, Victory 5 looked terrible. Yeah. Like, all right, look. Y four was Y four had seven kills in game two. He had seven kills, and he was just like, "Nah, they're never gonna try to kill me." Back to back team fights just gets picked out before the fight even starts, and they lost the game. I feel it, man. That's me and Solo Q. Dude, if you don't have, if you had all this time to prepare, now I don't know. Maybe these teams didn't have as much time to prepare as I'm thinking, because it certainly doesn't look that way so far. Like maybe some of these teams were affected by by the health concerns more than others. Maybe they weren't practicing the whole time. Who knows? But assuming everyone had a level playing field of preparation time, if you have this much time to prepare and you're playing against a team like WE, who what's their ceiling? Like maybe playoffs? 
ceiling? Like, I don't yeah. even think they're a playoff team. I don't know. WE looked all right to me. They don't look great. They look all right. I think I'm going to bet them in this matchup. I'll, the, I'll the, po- the point being, Victory 5 looked terrible. So I think you, you kind of just have to throw this out a little bit. Like, maybe you look at it and be like, oh, well, the fact that Victory 5 got a lead on WE, maybe that's concerning for WE. That's the angle you have to take on this. I'm throwing away just about everything to do with Victory 5. Yeah, the only could... reason they were good last year was because they had the three solo laners, right? And, like, they would change in and, like, they would pick stuff and counterpick and swap lanes and all that. They were doing all that before it was cool. Like, they were the hipsters of the, the solo lane. But still they still work. weren't good. And now everyone's doing that because it's just part of the game now. And you don't have that edge of unpredictability anymore. Like, they just know. And, like, yeah. there's not any specific picks that, like, go crazy with this stuff right now. Like, they're just – also, their players are just not that good. Like, who's the – Y4 is probably the best player on this team. And if he's yeah. making mistakes like he made this morning, then, like, what the hell, right? Yeah, um, he's never really panned out from when he was in prospect form, I don't think. I don't know. I don't mean to make this game about, about Victory 5, but, like, the reason I'm doing it is because I don't know how much weight to give that – to give WE in that case. So, anyway – Avicii, on the other hand, we saw Avicii play. Who was it this morning? I'm like, there's been so many games already that I'm like, everything's blending together already. I gotta like double check. I have it open. So Avicii played against Invictus this morning. Um, Zeka started in mid lane, which I liked. I was a huge fan of that because Forge was not looking like the answer. No. Um, I mean. There was this was there were two games with the shy playing Callista top the first one against Orin which is just a free matchup for Callista the second one against Kennen but Invictus went like all in early game in both games and it wasn't even like all in early game it was like all in like laning yeah like they were just gonna lane you to death and they like got really far ahead like the shy had a four k gold lead at like fifteen minutes or something like individually <laughs> which is just insane. Right, yeah. I think it was like 4K gold lead, and his team had a 4K gold lead. I think, I think that's what it was. And Vici had a better scaling comp with Orn and like you know his basic two core front to back, and they were they outscaled it. And it looked like they had finally stabilized, and then they threw, and then Invictus like looked like they were gonna just steal a win off of it, and then they threw trying to end, and then Vici came back and it looked like they were stabilizing again after throwing. And they threw again, and then Invictus just won the game off of it. Total clown fiesta of a game. Super entertaining, but not very not very good League of Legends. The Shy made some really questionable decisions in this game. <laughs> so, and then in game two, he did a more impressive thing and played the Callista top into Kennen, and they just kind of, like, rolled over Vichy. That, that, that game was a clinical snowball. They just ran over him, and it was over, right? Even this game should have gone to three games. So, like, I don't want to hold it against Vici that they lost to Invictus either. I think this team's going to be good. I think they're going to be a playoff team. I I'm don't want to like Vici. What's up? I'm not convinced on Vici. Yeah, I, I mean like it's it's one series. I haven't liked them this season in almost any of their matches, and I didn't like them in the Demacia Cup. I'm I'm I think Vici's going to be a lot worse than people think they are. Well, all right. Let me let me clarify. So I think they're going to be like on the cusp of like they're they're going to be like the seven or eight seed. That's yeah, the way I'm looking at them. There or out of the playoffs would be my call on on Vici. Okay, so like we're not actually that different. I just think I'm just leaning toward them getting into the playoffs. You're leaning toward them not getting in, right? Yeah, like seventh or tenth is kind of where I where I'm going to put them. 
Yeah, same same deal. Uh, Chris, so I, I would say like seven point five. You're saying like eight point five, right? <laughs> like give or take. Chris, like where are you on Vici? Yeah. I mean, obviously, like this is it's weird evaluating this because we've never had anything like this where like a season takes yeah. a break like this. So it's really hard to evaluate coming out of it. But yeah. presumably they've had some time with coma. They have new mid lane. They've solved that. That that was my biggest concern going into the season was forge. Yeah. Um, like I think we talked a little bit about it before the recording, but Vici right now looks like it needs to solidify and find identity. And the change to Zika, yeah. Uh, which hey, he's a Korean yep. chieftain. Okay, so Kakoma will have his work cut out for him. So early season, I don't. I, I'm I'm probably gonna bet against Fiji for more than not until they actually figure out um, what Kakoma wants with this team. It's interesting. I've always been interested to see how this uh, a notable coach from Korea would uh, operate in LPL. And right now, it looks like he will have some adjustment, adaptations of growing pains to go through. So that's why I made this my pick of the week on WE. All right, so you're taking WE money line? Money line. Okay. Yeah, I, I could see it. Because we, we talked a little bit about this before we got on the show. Like, I do think both of these teams are basically the same. I tend to like Vici a little bit more like in terms of like where I project them moving forward. But... More or less, I had both these teams, you know, within a couple spots in my preseason rankings. I can just pull them up right now. So I had WE at 14, which is probably pretty low relative to – no, that was definitely low. That was wrong. They're like they're like the top of this tier or like the bottom of the next tier down, which is like Suning, LNG, and Vici, which is the next tier for me. So I think WE's probably going to be in this conversation of like battling for a playoff spot. So really, these two teams aren't that much different. Like maybe half a tier difference. And for now, if that's for now. yeah, like if that yeah, for now, like, and if that's the case, then you know you're getting really good value on this, right? Correct. Yeah, where I'm at, I like WE at plus two twenty three. Yeah, I, I'm probably going to be betting on WE here, even though I'm you know pro Vici so far. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually like the plus one point five quite a bit in this spot. So, noting that my pick of the week have been crap, would you guys hedge? <laughs> Take the plus 1.5, not the money line. Yeah, the pl- I like the plus 1.5 as well. Mm-hmm. I think you can bet both of those. So, Dom- <laughs> Dominus plus 624, Fun plus minus 931. Uh, nothing on Fun plus, right? Minus 1.5 mm-hmm. is at minus 195. Yeah, no, nothing there. JDG minus 1117. Against Victory 5 plus 723. The Victory 5 plus 1.5 is at plus 188. No. It's uh, not the same thing. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not messing with Victory 5 here. Yeah, no, it's, it's like, the same thing. So, like, I, like, I had JDG, like, in my S tier with Fun Plus, like, in my preseason rankings. I don't know if you guys were on the same page. I don't remember. Like, I could pull those up real fast. Let's see. I had them. I had them. John, you had them the ins. You had them number two, but in the top of the A tier, you still have Fun Plus a cut above everyone else. We all had so you, YouTube, and myself all had JDG in like number two. Calvin had them number three. Um, team just looks good. They've looked the part so far. 
I'm not. Yeah. And Victory Five are looking the part like the worst team in the league. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't think there's too much more to say on this one. And this yeah, isn't a case where it's like Invictus, where Invictus tend to yeah like, mess around. Uh, well, it's also like old Invictus. Like new Invictus might be different. We don't know. Yeah, I do think the new Invictus seems uh, a little different, even when they've got Ning on the roster. They don't seem as as wild as they used to be. They're they're calming down a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, there's nothing on this one. The kill spread's eight and a half. Kind of like JDG there. If you want to, if you, if you want to mess with this game, I think that's how you do it. I think so. Like you don't mess with sides on this one. I don't think. Maybe you, maybe you parlay like JDG and Fun Plus from the day before or something like that. That's not terrible. Get that closer to even money, but. That, that, that's that's kind of play with fire, man. It's early in the season. I I I I wouldn't do that. But yeah, I'm not messing around with that. EDG minus one sixty seven E star plus one thirty seven. Uh, so Calvin made this his pick of the week, but Calvin is also on hashtag Team E star. I'm not buying it yet, and. I know that sounds like grumpy old man, like pessimist or whatever. Like I just don't know, like. I was saying to Chris before we got on the show tonight, this team does the same play like every single game. They just force a dive bottom lane every single game. We saw an example of it today. They for- Was it today or yesterday? Oh my God, like I said, the games are all blending together. It's so bad. It was yesterday. So we saw a play yesterday against Sooning, right, in game two, where they just forced a dive 3v3 at, like, level four. You're not going to accomplish it. Like, they just did it anyway. It's like they didn't know how to say no. They just were like, eh, well, we're, we run this set play. We're doing it anyway, even though it's a three-on-three under a tower. Like, it's... and they've done this every single game. So, like, I'm starting to wonder, like, if this is just a team that's a one-trick that hasn't been figured out yet, so to speak. Like, people haven't, like, figured out, like, what to do about that. Or they're like, oh, no, they're not going to do it again this game. I don't know if that's the case. Or if they're actually good, because like they do make some good decisions. Like once they have a lead, like they they look like they know how to close a game. But like I just I don't know, maybe maybe it's unrealistic of me to expect more from like a brand new like LPL team. But they haven't been nearly as bad as I thought they'd be. I thought this team was going to be like unplayably bad. Yeah, and I mean it's tough when the team's six and two in games, three and zero oh in matches. Yeah. It's tough not to take them as an underdog against an EDG team that's going to be playing a non-full starting lineup. Like, it's pretty tough not to take them there. I mean, I I have a really hard time not seeing myself betting this, even though I'm not necessarily convinced that E-Star is, like, a top team in China or anything. I still have a hard time not taking this when they're 3-0 and EDG's playing a backup squad. Yeah, that that that's kind of where I'm at with this, where, like, this is just going to be, like, a cover my nose and take E-Star just because – I mean – if EDG come out and, and, like, smash tomorrow, even with, like, the new players, then maybe I'll second-guess myself a little bit. But even then, I'm probably just going to be on it. Well, the thing is, if EDG come out and smash tomorrow, then you're going to get better money. You're going to get better odds on E-Star, and you're going to want to take E-Star more. True. So, this is probably going to be light on E-Star for me. Like, light E-Star money line. Because, I don't, I don't <laughs> know. Like... Yeah, it's like you said. Like it, it's hard. It's hard to deny that they've done well. But like I, the way I look at it, I look at their film and they're doing the same exact thing every single game. And like, you know, two games, something has been done about it, and they've lost those two games. Like to me, you gotta like. I'm a nerd and I watch film, but I guarantee these coaches watch even more film than I do. Oh, for sure, yeah. 
Like you, anyway. you have to like if I'm able to see this in one pass, there's no way these guys don't see it. There's just no way, right? Maybe I'm underselling myself. I don't know, but like, there's no way these guys don't see the same pattern I do. And like, I, I I'm just wondering if they have another like because sometimes you see teams that have a one trick and then it gets figured out and then they have another one, right? They have another pitch. Now. I, I don't know. It's just weird. It, it, it just feels bad because, like, I, I look at him like, this can't be that complicated. But they're also winning. So, like, what do I know? You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, Calvin made this his pick of the week. Basically, skepticism about the EDG starters situation. So, um, Billy Billy minus 266. Sooning plus 212. Billy Billy minus 1.5 is at plus 121. So, uh, Billy Billy play tomorrow. Against LNG. Uh, before the break, Billy Billy looked just like Billy Billy. Right? That Billy Billy are the voice of reason within a, within a region that does not have many voices of region or reason. They are the adult in the room. Right? They might not be able to keep up with some of these young guns, but they are the adult in the room that's remaining. They're the origin of the LPL. Yeah. That's the best way to describe them. And before the break... Yes. That's exactly how they looked. Meteor looking just like he did before. Um, Meteor, look, he looks so good before the break. It was kind of a bummer. I hope he doesn't lose too much momentum. But this is a really interesting matchup. Um, we're going to get to see Billy Billy tomorrow against LNG. And LNG looks pretty good in their first series. So I think a reasonable test. I think LNG and Suning are similarly rated by you know in my personal projections. So that said... Billy Billy are weird because they they don't typically lose to teams worse than them, and we they're like like I said like the origin we've seen that over time like last year, both splits last year they were like that. So, is this kind of a spot where we're going to just depend on what we see from these two teams tomorrow or the next day, or do you guys you know have an inkling either way from these like right away? I kind of I kind of like the minus one point five on Billy Billy. <clears throat> I mean, when you're looking just from a I think they've looked solid on film, but when you, if you, even if you just take this from a purely like who did they beat and how did they beat them and who did they lose to and et cetera standpoint, yeah. I mean, you're looking at Sunning has lost to two fairly mediocre teams. I mean, if you're considering Ely, uh, E-Star a mediocre team, they also lost to Rogue Warriors, who does yeah. not look great. Billy Billy's beaten Royal and VG, two and teams that are pretty highly touted. And we were just talking about RNG looking, you know, so far like, one of the best teams in the league. Yep. So just from that standpoint, I mean, it seems to me like this should be a Billy Billy 2-0. Um, on film, I like the fact that they're an origin-type team, especially for this kind of matchups and especially for betting a minus 1.5. So, yeah, the Billy Billy minus 1.5 looks pretty good to me here. Yeah, I think I think getting plus money on it makes it worth a dabble, you know. I'll probably do the same thing I did with OMG, actually. Where like I'll actually probably lay the two sixty six and then do half on the one or one so that I you know basically like hedge, so you win big or you break it or you're just zero. Yeah, mm. I've been doing a whole lot of that. Like that's that the- is a smart strategy for people that don't do it that often. You can put a couple units on a money line and then put a half a unit on the minus one point five and make it so that if they win at all, you're going to make profit. And if they happen to pick up the two zero, you can make a lot. Yeah. And that tends to be a good that, deal. That's, that's how I've been approaching the LCK and the LPL, the split, um, just kind of, and then you, you, you weight them based on what your actual thoughts on the game are. Like mm-hmm. if I feel very strongly that Billy Billy is going to win, then I'll go up to, you know, win a unit on the money line and then 
lay a unit on the 1.5 so that if they win 2-1, to one, it's just 0 instead of negative. Mm-hmm. But if I don't really feel that a team's going to likely win, but I do think they can get a game, then I'll do like half on the minus 1.5, like that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see them tomorrow morning because LNG looked really, really good in their first series against OMG, so that's going to be an interesting one. Sunday, uh, we have Rogue Warriors plus 7-1 against Invictus minus 10.75. <laughs> Yeah, Rogue Warriors yeah. plus one point five, plus two hundred nine. Yeah, it's another one of those like two two to one for them to to win a game. I don't I, I don't know if this is going to be the same Invictus as we've seen before. That's the thing. Like old Invictus is going to be a slam dunk on the plus one point five, right? <laughs> yeah, would have. I still think it's probably all right. I don't think I'm going to end up betting it, but I still this is one of those ones where I wouldn't hate you if you wanted to make this bet, just because I do think this new Invictus is a little bit changed. Yeah, as far as their general play style and. Rogue Warriors has some talent on them where they could pull out a game. Uh, but I don't think I'm going to end up going there myself. Yeah, I mean, if if, if IG mess around like they did this morning, then I don't know if I'm ever going to trust them to do what. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I mean, if they're drafting like that, then yeah. even, if they're not playing, even if they're not playing as crazy as they were before, if they're drafting like that, that definitely opens up win conditions for their opponents. So. Yeah. Chris, thoughts? Comments, concerns, music. Uh, no, nothing. Just, just give me Invictus. <laughs> I mean, yeah. well, don't bet. I mean, yeah, this is a pass. Uh, what do you think about the God. numbers are getting very large in some of these regions yeah, already? That- it's like basically yeah. a new week one. Yeah, it didn't used to be this big in general in any of the regions, and it seems like the the numbers are growing and growing, which makes you makes dogs a little bit more exciting. Yeah. Team WE plus three eighty six against RNG minus five twenty three. The RNG minus one point five is at minus one thirty three. Feels like a skip for me as well. I gotta say, WE. I don't know, man. RNG look really, really good. I kind of like the RNG spread here, unless unless WE show me something really, really impressive against Vici. And you could also just like look at this once that game's happening too, seeing how that series plays out and then go from there. If WE look exceptional against Vici, then maybe it's worth a shot at the plus one point five. But R- RNG look really good. Yeah, they look like, good. They look very good. So they and they look like they mean business, so I don't know. I like RNG in this spot. I like the RNG spread in this spot. Yeah, one point five. Yes. is only six and a half too, that's interesting. So Seems kind of low for a favorite this big, right? Yeah, it does. Like, but RNG has been a, a less bloody team in general, so yeah. But that, like, I kind of want the less bloody team because I know they're going to win like twelve to two instead, <laughs> of, instead of like sixteen to fourteen, and they have all three <laughs> Drakes. You know, like it's, so. Uh, last game for the weekend. Obviously, so we'll have to figure this out moving forward, just based on time or how we want to pace things, but. So the LPL is literally going to be running seven days a week. I think for the time being, we'll just do Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then, you know, if, if people want Monday, then we can do that. But uh, so we'll say last game of the weekend mm-hmm. is T.O.P. on a 725 against LGD plus 509. The T.O.P. minus 1.5 is at minus 160. So Top Esports looked real bad the other day. <laughs> like real bad. My gut tells me it was also against EDG. 
am I looking at this right hole? No, it was against RNG. But it was also against RNG, and RNG looked really good. So, was this just a case of they ran into a buzzsaw coming out of the break and everyone's freaking out about it? Or... I mean, top... Their roster is very good this season. Yeah. It's hard to imagine that, that they're going to be terrible, although, I mean, you never know. We've seen these other regions play so far. But it's it's hard to imagine that Top's not going to be a better team than LGD by a fair margin. Yeah. Uh, give, give me the Top minus 1.5 here. L- LGD sucks. Like, I'll, I'll just come out and say it. Like, I, I wanted to believe in LGD. Let me, uh, I couldn't let... believe when they were the DraftKings favorites over anybody. When I saw they were the DraftKings <laughs> Over anybody, I just smash four of their opponents in the lineup immediately. I don't even care who it is. I want to read. I want to read a quote from my preseason power ranking of LGD that's going to make you guys laugh. Quote: "There's a possibility of the us against them or the no one believes in us mentality bringing this crew of castouts together. There's the possibility that the dust settles. Eventually, they settle on a five-man squad that looks pretty good. There's some talent on this. I, I was just wrong. I was just wrong. This team sucks. Like." <laughs> They're they're bad. I'm give me top. I, I I think this this is getting too cute. I think like taking the dog in the spot is getting too cute. Top should smash this matchup. Like top are gonna like get this is, this is a classic get right spot after losing to like an actual elite team. That's the way yeah. I look at it. So hey, yeah, looking like Calvin was able to join us. I'm still at work, so but I, I have time. There you go. So we just we just finished up the LPL rapid fire. Here we go. I like it. OMG oh, minus two twenty four. Rogue Warriors plus one eighty. Uh, OMG minus one four five is a plus one thirty seven. Oh, oh yeah. I was actually talking about this earlier. I think they two zero. Rogue okay. Warriors. Team W plus two twenty three. VG minus two eighty two. VG minus one point five plus one twenty. VG or no WE plus two twenty. Chris made this his pick of the week. It's 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 a great it's a good pick of the week. I yeah, like them a lot. They I, look I, real good. Yeah, I like the value a lot. Dominus plus six twenty four. Fun plus minus nine thirty one. Fun plus minus one point five. Minus one ninety five. Uh, skipping. See you guys. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that's how it is. <laughs> oh no, not you guys. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> JDG against Victory Five. JDG minus one point five. Minus two thirty four. JDG versus who again? Victory Five. Uh yeah, I honestly would take the minus one and a half against uh V five. They're awful. Dude. Yeah, they look yeah, terrible. We we, we talked really a lot bad. about how like last year the only thing they had going for them was like the three solo laners, and then they would somehow swap, and you never knew who was going to go where. But now every team does that, so don't even have that advantage anymore. And they weren't even good yeah. last year. I feel bad because I feel like Y four is really good, but they're I just. I already, te- using I, already teed off. I already teed off on Y4. You don't gotta... Maybe <laughs> okay. he just had a bad Perfect. decision. He was tilted or whatever. But, like, if you... dude, you can't lose a game where you have a seven-kill game, a seven kill lead. I'm sorry. You just can't do no. it. If you have seven-kill 80 carry at, like, 20 minutes, you can't lose that game, period. There's no yep. excuse. 100%. Um, so I'm I'm down on him. Is Victory 5 the worst team in the league? Yeah. I think I think, I think Victory 5 is the worst team in the league. Maybe LGD. Probably victory five. EDG minus one sixty seven. E star plus one thirty seven. Uh, E star against EDG. Yeah, we t- we talked a lot about this one, so we don't got to go to like just about the starting lineup and the skepticism and yeah. all that and how like I'm not buying E star. I'm also going to be on E star in this matchup. By the way, I'm not buying E star, but like you can't really argue with what they've done so far. 
like until someone shows me that they can consistently just answer their like you know the automatic dive bot lane dive every game, then I'm not buying it. Billy yeah. Billy Sooning, this one was interesting. I have Billy Billy winning. Yeah. I think the meta fits him really well. I do too. Rogue Warriors, Victus, nothing. Yep. We RNG. Uh, I lean RNG. I I'm pretty sure they're pretty heavy favorites. Yeah, I like RNG. I think RNG look really good. And TOP LGD, which we just finished up with. I think uh, TOP, a TOP get right spot, dude. They just I, lost I RNG. Think... They looked bad against RNG. TOP, yeah. I TOP TOP should should be LGD. What's LGD spread though? Uh, plus one point five, plus one thirty one. Nah, dude. They're trash. I might dabble on that. I might dabble they're on trash. that. Trash, trash cans. No, you can't say that they're trash. LGD is trash. I'll say it. <sighs> you know, and you know what? They're gonna panic swap their roster. They're gonna start some weird roster for this game already. First game back, lost. Gotta switch it up. Perfect. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh. TOP is winning that game for sure. So let's do let's do LEC next because we still don't have lines for NALCS because we don't know if NALCS is happening. So EULCS. Well, oh my god, it's not the EULCS anymore. It's the LEC. <laughs> Friday we have Shaka plus two twenty nine against Misfits minus two ninety. Give me some Shaka in this spot. Shaka looked okay. The last couple weeks they've looked all right. It's too late now. They've looked all right, but I don't know that I want them against Misfits. Even I don't even think I think Misfits is, is fake, and I still don't think I want them against Misfits. It's definitely not. I'm definitely not laying. It's, nobody's laying Misfits, right? Nobody's yeah, like two lines. Not paying with Misfits. Ninety. I no way. Definitely not. Misfits minus five and a half kills. Hmm. That one's that one's much more interesting. Five and a half is like a. A pretty like low number. It is. That one that might be worth your money. I want to. I want to taste the Shulka, man. Yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely not betting Shulka. I think I'm just th- just going to stay away from this game. Chris, Cal, no, no bets. Cal, yeah, I'm not. I've never been high on Shulka, even though they've looked good. I still think Misfits can handle them. So. Shulka do it, look kind of linear though. Like that's their problem is that they're like diet. They they right now they look like so. There's like you have Coke and Diet Coke, right? Shulka is like the Diet Shasta version of Origin. Like that's what they're <laughs> doing right now. It's like they're the Diet Off brand label of Origin. They're like two tiers down, but <laughs> they're playing that game. Like they've showed smart decision making. Like if if a team doesn't snowball on them, they're good. Like they're actually pretty good. I think they're better than a lot of the LEC teams that they're been like in decision making, but Misfits also look pretty good. Like, I'm gonna probably take a taste of Shulka here. I also think this line's gonna go up because I think people are gonna be jamming Misfits into parlays like it's automatic, and I don't think it's automatic. I don't think it's automatic for sure. I think Shulka could win, but yeah, for me that game, I think I'm just gonna hold off on that game. If anything, it'd be the kill spread. Origin minus eight fifty one, Vitality plus five eighty. Man, these numbers are so big. I might actually need to look at Not the LED real quick. Well, I mean, the thing, so the I, thing so, I think about it, if, are they locked? What's like, up? Can Oregon afford to lose? Oh, that's a good angle. They're ten and four, 
So even if they lose all the rest of their games, they're going to make the playoffs. I don't know. There's a chance I might bet Vitality at plus 580. The Just thing is, though, like oh, with hey. the new bracket format, like I'm assuming they're going to want to play for seeding. Correct. That's where I'm at it, too. Like, I can't decide if I want to. Like, plus 580 is such a huge number for a best of one. Let's see. I'm but to... Origin is, like, the team I least want to be on the other side of that matchup if I'm taking a big number. I think I end up passing, but... So Origin are likely going to be playing the sixth seed if they end up third. Yeah, I mean... But the six seed, like, all these teams are the same to me. <laughs> like, like I think they're better than everybody else. I actually think, like, the LEC standings as they currently stand, like, in alphabetical order, are actually, like, what the standings are to me. Maybe switch Excel and Mad Lions. That's based personal preference, right? Actually, I would switch Rogue and Misfits, too. I think Rogue's better than Misfits. But, like... I think Origin's, like, clearly the third-best team. I think they're better than Misfits. I think they're better than Rogue. I think they're not as good as Fnatic and G2 just because they've never been able to solve those two teams, right? So, I don't know. Like, maybe there's the angle that they want to try some different things. But I I don't think so. I don't think they're going to mess around. I think they're just going to take care of business here. It's probably a pass. Yeah, I, th- I think it probably ends up being a pass. If I was going to bet anything on it, it'd be on, it'd be on Vitality. Yeah, that's that's a huge number, but and I'm um, Skeens. I-, I said it last week. Skeens has been looking really, really good the last few weeks. Yep, I think their team has some potential in the future once yeah. they finally 100 percent commit away from Jack Troll. I kinda like <laughs> yeah, I agree with this. I kind of like Steelback. Actually, I think he's actually been pretty good. Is Jack Troll going to make his way into another uh, episode title? Oh, I mean. Is is he going to make his way into another team? That's Ooh. if he was in NA. If if he was in NA, he'd be on another team next season, guaranteed. He might be unlucky that he's in EU. Who who is Jack Troll? Who is Jack Troll better than in NA LCS? Oh, let me. Think this is a one. really hard question. There, is there, I don't. There's, he's probably not better than anybody, to be honest. I'd probably rather. Have <laughs> but I think you can definitely expect to see TSM Jack Troll next season, or. <laughs> so what That's gross. One of these moron teams will pick up Jack Troll. We got to pick a team. Um, this is gonna be this, this is probably gonna be the episode title. I would definitely not be Vitaly. I don't even know, dude. No, I mean, <laughs> just, I, I, no, I can't pick Vitality, man. These, no way. Sorry, they are one in thirteen. I'm gonna go Moscow five, Jack Troll. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> bring back, bring back the 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 label, right? Honestly, just bring Chris. Chris is a support. There you go. Player. Yeah, there we go. Vita- Vitality Prime. There we go. That sounds really sweet. <laughs> sounds like an academy team, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I think, I think Prime is actually like an LCL team or something, isn't it? I think, I think like so. Any... I heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Excel plus 288, Fnatic minus 375. Fnatic look like they're... <sighs> I really like Excel, and I really want them. And apparently, Young Buck's been really sick, and he's back now. No excuse, but, but Fanatics. I really want to take Vitality or Excel here. I really, really want to take Excel here, but Fanatic looks so good. I'm with you. Is like I something makes me want to bet them because you know they need these wins to make the playoffs, and Fanatics pretty much locked into the playoffs, and I don't think Excel's that bad. 
But in the end, I just don't think it's worth it. I think they're probably just going to get smashed by Fnatic. I do kind of like the over 25. I, I, I kind of like Excel versus, oh, when we get there, I kind of like them in a different matchup this weekend. Really? <laughs> Excel have the nut. So Excel, I mean, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll just touch on it. We'll skip it when we get. So on Saturday, Excel played against G2. It was plus 393 yeah. dogs. Yeah. yeah, I kind of like them more at plus like almost 400 against G2. G2 feels like they're, yeah. how much do they really care? Mike and Lessons canceled today. I had one person come in. Kill spread. <laughs> I am on. There we go. Kill spread is <laughs> 10 and a half for that game. <laughs> Give me the plus ten and a half against G two. Yeah, I, I think the plus ten and a half is is a is a lock against G two. Yeah, dude, come on, like that's easy. Twenty seven and a half is a low kill total for that for a G two game too. They're usually twenty nine and a half. Anyway, so is it, why so why do you like them against G two? Just because the G two troll factor? Didn't we point yeah. this game out? Yeah, just G2 being a little bit more likely to try something weird. I also think G2 takes themselves less seriously than Fnatic does. Yeah. <clears throat> They're a bit more of a target as well. Like, I, I do feel like teams specifically try to... Like, they, they have that game circled on their calendar. G2 like, just have to be the most away. infuriating team to play against because, like, all right. <laughs> as spectators, it's fun seeing them be the supervillain and the heel, and they're hilarious, and they're that good that they can do that. As other teams, you like to act like, yeah, G2 is that good and you respect the hell out of them, but, like, it's got to get under your skin at some point. Like, over yeah. the like weeks and weeks and months and years of them just, like, trolling and still shit-stomping you has got to wear on you. Like, Oh, definitely. I don't know. Yes. I, I really want to take Excel against Fnatic, but, like, dude, poor Excel, man. I, I really do think this team deserves a playoff spot, but one, one of these teams... I think Excel's better than Mad Lions. I still think Excel's better than Mad Lions, but Excel's probably not going to make the playoffs. I think it, all things fair, I think they're better than Misfits, too. But mm-hmm. I think Misfits is like, got off to such a hot run, yeah. and then now they're going to go about what they should. Like They're going to win like 50% of their remaining games because that's about what kind of team they are, but they're already ahead from that little run that they like- had. I mean, we might as well just like go through like just like quick takes on this while we're at it. Like, so what? W- so there's seven teams that are fighting for this playoff spot. Realistically, like, w- what's the team that's not making playoffs in EU? It's just Excel, right? Like, I hate to say it. Yeah, I mean, their their matchups are just so hard. If they had an easier schedule, I think they could overcome it. But they have such a tough. They have to play Origin still too. So it's Origin G two and Fnatic. They have to play the three best teams for three of their last four matches, which is just brutal. Yeah, but Mad Lions has like a reasonably easy schedule, and that's the team that they could catch. Yeah. So it seems seems really likely that it's gonna that it's gonna be XL that misses out. Chris, agree? Disagree? Yeah. No, I agree. I think XL. I I still I'm still of the opinion that if they swap out Mickey for special, this team would be. I agree much- with you. I, I think Mickey's been. I actually think that's coming. I think that's what's gonna happen yeah. in summer. Yeah, but like, I think so too. I honestly like they haven't announced anything yet. It would not surprise me at all to see them do it like right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, you got th- at this point, like with this schedule, you got to throw a hail mary, right? I mean, yeah, maybe I they don't think that. Maybe they think they can handle it, but like, I don't no, know. Other teams are doing it. They, they. If it's not Friday, it's got to be Saturday. Especially getting this stomp by Fnatic. I think it makes the most sense for them to switch it out. Also, like he was pretty good last year. Like I don't know. He's always been a guy where I, I specifically I always remember that he had that game where he played Talon when he was on Golden Guardians mm-hmm. and he just solo carried a game like super hard. I don't remember who it was against. 
And then I went uh, his next game. He was really good as well. And I was like, man, this guy is like maybe the best mid laner in the NALCS right now. <laughs> and then like he just was awful for the rest of the time. So like you just learn that he's the kind of guy that in a couple games a season is going to look Mickey. absolutely incredible. Yeah. And Mickey the is just like this. Good. Yeah, it's what he does. And so as as high as his highs are, I think you can just get rid of him. Does this team feel like they just need they need like Froggen? You know, like they need just like a stable, like rock. Like they just need a guy. They just need a guy. Like just like a mid laner that's not high variance. That's not anything. They just need like a guy, and then they could be like baby origin and get fourth place yeah. every split. Yeah, I agree. Like fourth or fifth place every split. Maybe that's not good enough for them, but like I don't know. We talked a lot about them. Man, Lions, better than being out of the box. Minus four fifty against SK Gaming plus three thirty nine. This is a no bet. Yeah, I don't think there's any value to be had there. <laughs> I hate Mad Lions so much, dude. I hate them. I want to <laughs> fade them so bad, but SK's terrible, so I'll pass this game. Calvin? Is he still tied up? He's probably still tied up. Yeah, G2 minus 416 against Rogue plus 253. We pinned this to the calendar, right? As a possible G2 troll we game? We said the G2 troll game. Week 8, day 1. Against Rogue. I'm pretty sure we said it like three episodes. I think a day two is always more likely to be their troll game. Yeah, but we also said, I mean, I also think Rogue's actually good, and I think Rogue is like the one team G2 respects, which is why they're going to smash them. Like, I'm not not all in on Rogue still, man. Uh, I thought they looked a lot better last week. They did look better last week, uh, but I'm still not like all in on them, and I don't think they're the kind of team you want against G2 at all. They looked a lot better last week. Like they kind of like calmed my nerves a little bit because I was I was like, is this team gonna like screw up and not make playoffs somehow? And they came out. They just like they just smashed last weekend. That was like care business for sure. And like I mean, obviously it was against Vitality and Mad Lions, but like I don't know what else you want them to do. And they took care of business, and they looked pretty good doing it. They they looked more like they did in like Summer Split last weekend to me like it wasn't like this overly conservative it looked it looked like they woke up honestly like that's the best way to put it yeah so i but i don't know if we're gonna get that again because it's like one week out of seven is that our sample size now like i like to th- i like to give teams credit to turn it on or whatever but i also you don't know yeah you don't know for sure so i don't know is probably a pass but only because maybe week nine is the G2 troll cycle. They want to lock up the number one seed. I think they're more likely to lose that XL game. They really? tend to try their – yeah, I think they're more likely to lose to XL than Rogue. Especially because XL are going to be, like, must win. Rogue have two games cushion on XL. Yeah, Rogue should be pretty safe. Yeah. I don't know if they're have... going to play that way, but – They do play G2 and Fnatic, same as – uh same as XL. Yeah. This weekend, but no, no love for Rogue here. Nope. No, not for me. I'm gonna stick with G2 on this one. I'm a big fan of G2. I'm just gonna pass. <laughs> I'm back. Sorry. It's all I'm good. Back. It's all good. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass. I, I'm I'm tempted by Rogue and XL this weekend, but because I think one of them is gonna get a. Uh, I don't know if I actually think that. I've gotten so much trouble doing thinking that. Over that there, number so. on Rogue is not big enough for me. Like I did it last weekend. It with, should just be the same as Excel, right? Yeah, I mean, I did it last weekend with Cloud Nine, and it worked out. Yeah, but the number five hundred. Yeah, like, they were like plus four hundred, and that's what I would want to see here if I was yeah. gonna do that. 
So Saturday we have Mad Lions plus one fourteen against Misfits minus one thirty eight. Dude, take the week. Really? Take the week. Mad Lions. They're gonna come out and beat the Misfits here. Plus one fourteen on the Mad Lions. This is so hard for me, man. Like, because to me, both of these teams are fraudulent as hell. But like, Misfits have actually like been less. To me, the Misfits have been less fraudulent, even though they have like the more fraudulent looking record. I guess is the way to put it. I don't know, but like, I, I've given the Misfits more credit as the season went on. Like, I think they're a solid. They look good. Like, they're a playoff team. They deserve to be a playoff team. They're better they're than like I thought a, they were going to be. We talked about that like last nine week. And, a 9-9 nine and nine team on, in an average season where nothing crazy happens. I think they're like a 9-9 nine and nine team. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I want more on... Is it weird that this isn't, like, a bigger number? It is a little bit weird. Like, but, I thought this um, would be more like minus 185, plus 150, something like that. But I guess not. I would like that, but I'm going to take Mad Lines as it is. Yeah, I like Mad Lines. I don't. I mean, I don't like it, but I'm going to be doing mad lines here. <laughs> Although, I mean, we didn't we didn't really touch on this. I didn't because Cal because Cal stepped in. I didn't, I got a little distracted. But favorites are currently on a 19 and one run in the Ooh. LEC. <laughs> yes. So uh, and they are 54 and 16 on the season. That's all yeah. favorites of all levels, like yes. all different ranges of of outcomes. That's insane. Yeah, it has not been a good season for underdogs in the LEC for sure. Like, that's absolutely nuts, right? Yep. It's pretty it, – It's we definitely have not seen a season like it. 19, 19 out of 20. That's fucking crazy. Including all 10 last weekend, by the way, which was a profitable endeavor for yours truly. So <laughs> – <laughs> Um, SK plus 468, Origin minus 657. Yeah, nothing to be said about nothing. that game, I don't think. Nothing. Shalka minus 185, Vitality plus 180 or 151. Oh, man. Tough. Any interest in Vitality there? Plus 151? I think I would take a plus 151 against Vitality. I'm Like I said, I'm not really high on Shalka in general, and it's near the end of the season, so... Both teams really have nothing to play for, in my opinion. So, uh, what's what's the kill spread? Do we know? Three and 23? and a half. Three and a half. Oh, totals uh, 23 and a half. I'd probably take the over on that. Yeah, the over two. on 23 and a half makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Schalke has been playing kind of like a we're going to lane and scale and prioritize getting gold, like origin. So, that what ends up happening when you play that strategy is there's like not a lot of fights for a while. And then there's usually like either there's all there's almost always either one cataclysmic team fight and the team wins the game off of it, or there's like team fight and it's a two for two, and then they both retreat and reset, and then team fight and it's a three for two, but you don't healthy enough to do Baron, so you retreat again, and then it's team fight and it's, you know somebody aces someone, and then yeah. that's how it goes. So Shock have been playing those kind of like. We're going to play for – they're not, like, literally playing for 40 minutes, but they trust themselves to win in those spots. And they've been really, really good about that, whereas Vitality have been trying to snowball games with Skeens on, on Lee Sin or, you know, what have you, Jarvan, et cetera. Yeah. So I, I kind of think – regard. I like 23.5 is pretty low. 
even for this season where it's been kind of like, you know, lower kills, for two teams that don't really give a shit, nothing to play for, nothing to lose, they might try some stuff out. They might try new players out. We, we don't know that yet either. That's what I'm thinking is like, two teams that don't really have any way to make the playoffs, they might just go at each other kind of hardier, try to like, show off. Like, I think Schalke have been, an, like, objectively, like, a better team in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily – like, they've been a better team, like, not minus 185 better team. Like, yeah. assume these two teams are still playing normally. Like, there's not a playoff situation. Like, assume they're just two teams in the middle of the table. Maybe they both have an outside chance of making playoffs where they're playing hard for this game. I think Schalke is probably like minus one thirty. Yeah, I'm, I'm maybe with you minus one fifty tops. Vitality, I like Schalke. Vitality's played better in recent yeah. weeks. They've they've been better in the last couple of weeks than mm-hmm. they were early in the season. Yeah, I mean they almost pulled an upset last week. Um, they've been was, more aggressive and and just generally playing a better style. Yeah, I mean like I mean I keep touching on Skeens, but Skeens has been kind of nuts the last like really like the last month. Yeah, he's he's getting his team leads. This kid do anything with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, who was it? Uh, I think it was against Rogue last week. It was it was either against Rogue or Vitality. That's who they played last week. They they like had a lead in one of those games. I don't remember what it was, but he kind of got him ahead on Lee Sin. And just didn't they didn't end up turning it into anything. But I don't know. That's actually kind of interesting. It's probably take Vitality. You take dogs when the games don't matter. And, like, Schalke, as good as – like, they've been improved, but they're not minus 185 over anybody. Yeah, that, that, that's how I feel. Yeah. Uh, G2 minus 744, Excel plus 393. John, I know you said you like Excel in this spot. Well, I like Excel in this spot more than I like Rogue in the previous day's spot. Yeah. Um, I, I still don't think I'm going to bet it, to be honest. I like – I like this spot a lot better than I like the Rogue spot. I feel like if G2 is going to drop a game this weekend, it's, it'll be to Excel. But Excel Excel was the team, by the way, that uh, Vitality almost beat that they got a lead on. and it was, Excel, yeah, almost lost to Vitality last weekend. I think their hopes are kind of, like, dashed. I'm kind of interested if they make the mid-swap for this week. Uh, but, yeah, I think I like – if you're going to bet against G2 this week, I would bet this game, but I'm not sure I'm going to bet it. I'm wondering if, like, is there, is there some kind of, like, defeatist issue setting in if, like, Excel lose to Fnatic the day before? Yeah, definitely. I think so. Like, there's a chance that it's just like, okay, we're done. Yeah. Regardless, I like the plus ten and a half kills. Especially yeah. if, like, some of these other teams lose on Friday. Yeah, that's my favorite part of this of this ten game. and a half is a huge number, and G two tend to just hemorrhage kills like crazy because they don't give a shit about kill scores. They just yeah, plus ten and a half is is wild. I'm definitely betting that. Yeah, plus plus G two G two do this thing where, and there's a couple teams that do this where they will trade kills. Cloud Nine do this, like they will trade basically bodies. Like they'll be like, we're gonna take this two for two, but. While this is happening, we're going to take a two for two in a three v two. Yeah, but our top laner is getting three plates on the top side of the map while it's happening. Like we pulled a teleport out of you, or we're going to get a rift herald out of it, or something. G two have been doing that for a whole year now. They consistently will trade. Like they don't care about trading four hundred gold for or three hundred gold for a kill over, right? They don't care about that if they're getting more somewhere else. Like they always make the plus EV play, even if it looks reckless and looks crazy, but they end up. I mean, there's a reason that it's a 27 and a half kill spread or kill total. Most G2 games are 28 or 29. 
and you're getting ten and a half. That's like the the League of Legends equivalent to like uh, a an NFL total of thirty seven and a ten spread, right? Like it's it's very close to that actually, because like even when G two tend to stomp games, it's like twenty five to ten, not you know twelve to zero. Yeah, exactly. They always give up kills, even when they're even when they're crushing people. Yeah, it's so. just part of their identity. Like that's how they play the game. It's not that's like ingrained. I'm sure G two, if they wanted to, could play perfect, pristine, crystal clear League of Legends. They wouldn't like it. They'd be missing the whole time. I guarantee it. But they could. Uh, and then so, Fnatic and Ro- Fnatic versus Rogue is the last game on Saturday. That's off the board, but I mean, if we had to hand, let, let's let's make this line ourselves. Because we're gonna have to do this for NA in a second anyway. Let's make this line ourselves. Fnatic minus two thirty, Rogue plus one eighty five. Chris, you can get percent if that's easier. Yeah, I think I'm going seventy eight. Being specific here, right? <laughs> seventy eight twenty two. Okay. <laughs> I think it's seventy thirty. I think Rogue's actually good, and they look like they're like ready now. Seventy thirty is two thirty minus two thirty three for Fnatic. So two twenty five. I was just yeah. straight on. So, yep. So <laughs> I guess our like our our team cap is Fnatic minus two thirty three. That's the seventy percent. Yep, that's about right. Which sucks because I don't want to bet either side of it in that case. Yeah. It's probably not going to end up being a bettable game because the the books seem to have a decent amount of faith in Rogue. So, yeah. I mean, what? So, hypothetical. This comes out Fnatic minus one eighty, Rogue plus one fifty. Uh, I think I would bet Fnatic there. I think they have a better chance to win than that. How about mm-hmm. Fnatic minus three hundred? Like, is this just like like that's the line and the value? Like do you like where where's the break even point? Are you just passing on this because you feel very strongly that Fnatic are going to win this game? Like what what value would I have to put on Rogue for you to actually consider betting it, or like for you to actually bet it? Like two twenty five, maybe something like two twenty five. Okay. I would probably be willing to touch Rogue. Cal, what about you? Um, like if I said if I said Rogue plus two hundred, probably would not bet it. To be honest with you. Not okay. yet. I think I'm a little. You guys are a little higher road than I am, in my opinion. So it's and mostly because they looked really, really sharp last week. I mean, they do look sharp. It's just I just don't know if maybe I don't. I don't know. Maybe it was a little like probably like two sixty. I probably like around there. Okay. I think, I think Fnatic is cool. a pretty heavy, heavy favorite. Like three. Yeah, like almost like two two sixty. Yeah. So. All right, so NALCS, anything else in Europe, by the way? Any other thoughts, not, comments? Not really. It's a lot less interesting in Europe than it is in NA. Uh, I wonder if it's because favorites are 54 and 16. Yeah, NA has like a lot of teams battling for some playoff spots. Europe is really good XL versus Mad Lions. Um, and, and with the way the schedules play out, it doesn't even really seem like that's probably going to be super close unless XL does something crazy. So, nineteen, nineteen and one in the last twenty. If you go to the last thirty, it's twenty, twenty-five and five in Europe. 
It's crazy. Uh, that I've I've never seen that kind of that kind of chalk. But like, I I wrote on this, but like the only way to win in Europe this split is basically just being like you either had to be on misfits and mad lines all season long, or you had to be parlaying favorites. Like that was the only way to win in Europe this season. So Europe's been very difficult because yeah. you had to identify that right away, and you don't want to believe that when you see it, right? But it is what it is. So all right, the NALCS. Uh, we're gonna so. There's no lines out. I don't know why. Yeah, I can't figure it out either. I have no idea why. I don't know if it's because... I have no idea. Like, I guess like Cloud9 could be starting their academy roster since they've literally locked the one seed already. So that's probably part of that. Maybe coronavirus concerns? I don't know. But there are no lines anywhere. I've looked like... I've looked at Midnight, I've looked at Offshores, I've looked at European books, I've looked everywhere. I can't find lines for anything. So, what we're going to do, and we've done this at least once before, is we're just going to handicap it ourselves, just like we did with Fnatic just now. So, Week 8, NALCS, the first game on the slate, is Immortals versus TSM. Uh, Immortals is, like, pretty clearly, I think everyone's recognized now that Immortals is on their their down path and luckily i think actually for us as betters and dfs players they do keep managing to pick up some like impressive wins every once in a while to stop people from thinking that they're on the downtrend (laughs) (laughs) they're definitely very much on the downtrend and i would expect tsm to beat them pretty heavily uh like i said we don't have lines but if i was capping it tsm would be like in the minus 250 range for me yeah i think they're probably heavier than that i mean for me personally, it's it's, yeah, probably eighty twenty. I don't know. It, it, nobody in NA has been that clean. Seventy thirty, so minus two thirty three for TSM. But like in all likelihood, the book's gonna price this at like minus two sixty. Yeah, yeah. I think I think TSM is a pretty sturdy favorite here, and I don't see a lot of reason to bet against them unless the numbers like crazy high on Immortals. So we'll say TSM minus two sixty. One of the things about NA in general, while we're like moving to NA here, that's been really frustrating for me this season is that I don't think basically any of the teams have been consistent. Yep. Cloud Nine is basically the only team that's been consistent, and the rest of the teams literally like you could have a weekend where they look like they're a top three team in the league, and the and a game where they look like they're the worst team in the league in the same weekend, and basically every team has done that except for. Cloud Nine, and I would posit that just the way Cloud Nine's playing is somewhat high variance in itself. If yep, teams are matching you, the problem is nobody's been matching them until like the last two weeks. It took like yeah. six weeks for teams to realize, oh, we can't just roll over an early game against Cloud Nine. Yeah, and it's it's just been really frustrating in general in NA. It's just like you'll see teams like Team Liquid, Evil Geniuses, TSM. All those teams have games this season that make them look like the second best team in the league, and all of them have games this season where you're like, are they even going to make the playoffs? Yeah, like all those teams have been like that, and it's it's been crazy trying to figure out exactly what's going on with them. So, even like Guardians, who's not even like a top team, but even they have had games where you're like, wow, they're fantastic, and then other games where you're like, wow, they're awful. Keep the games were closer <laughs> carries. Yeah. Um. So just. For comparison, I, I've been trying to. I got. I gotta like actually like be consistent about this, but um, maybe I gotta just like work it into the script of like read the line or read the 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 
line history stuff. So LCS, unlike the LEC, has not been as favorite heavy. It's uh, the favorites are thirty nine thirty one in the LCS, which makes some sense if you consider that most places had Immortals ranked very low. Most places had Liquid ranked very high. Most people had TSM ranked very high. So, and most people had Dignitas dead last. So. In NA, it makes a little bit more sense. Like if you've been value playing NA, there's a there's a an avenue to profitability, um, a much more reasonable. Like there's a pretty big, you know, sampling of possibilities that you could have done just playing value in NA to you know, make a profit, depending on how big. That said, at this point in the season, we're kind of seeing you know who's settling where. Immortals, good example, right? It is Immortals a playoff team. Are they playing like one right now, or are they going to make? No, the like, are they going to make the playoffs? Because that's like, I mean, really, that's. It's. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but they definitely have like they're set up to be able to, even though that I, I don't think it's likely that they do in the end. Yeah, Immortals. I mean, the NA is actually kind of wild. So Cloud Nine have locked number one. You have a tie for second with FlyQuest and TSM at eight and six, and then you have three teams at seven and seven. Uh, Hundred Thieves, Evil Geniuses, and uh, Evil Geniuses and Immortals, and then two teams at six and eight in Golden Guardians and Team Liquid. Wow, not crazy yeah. to think about, by the way. Yeah, and I made a tweet about like it's true. I went because I really was waiting for last week to be over because I wanted to go through the NA teams and go through their like upcoming matches and talk about like who's most likely to make playoffs given the matches that they have left and all that kind of stuff and break down strength to schedule. And, like, honestly, I found it near impossible. Like, I started with FlyQuest, and I was like, okay, FlyQuest, you know, they got Evil Geniuses and Golden Guardians and Immortals coming up. It's like, I don't know how they do against any of those teams, really. Like, I mean, I have to go back and, like, review specific match data and stuff for any of these matchups because all the teams are so capable of beating each other that it makes it super hard. In most regions, you can just go, like, okay, they're playing against G2 and Schalke. They should go one and one. Well, in NA, it's, like, very hard to do that because all the teams seem capable of showing up one day and looking terrible the next. Just so people know, like, the gravity of the, you know, what John is saying here, John does this for every single split. Like, this yeah. is John's thing where he, like, has the playoff matrices, like, matrices, and he's like, okay, like, yeah, I love based it. on this much, I think, like, you know, this percentage of this outcome, like, you know, 60% of the time is going to be in the realm, this realm of outcomes for this team, and... You know, therefore, I think they're going to be the sixth seed. Like, yeah, do he does every, this every single split. And I, I'm having an almost impossible time doing it because these teams just are so inconsistent in how they play. There's been a bazillion times this split where I was like, 100 Thieves against Dignitas, that should be a win for 100 Thieves. And then I watch the game and Dignitas just dominates them in every fashion. I'm just like, what? Don't you hate those ones? Yeah, and then the next day, you know, 100 Thieves plays against Immortals, and I'm like, well, man, 100 Thieves look really lost yesterday, and Immortals just, like, rolls over and dies, and 100 Thieves crushes them. Like, it's just been back and forth with all these teams, and I still have my opinions about who should win every matchup, but I don't feel, like, nearly as solid on almost any of the matchups. Yeah, they're all a lot closer to 50-50 than you'd ever want it to be. Yes, and so big numbers in NA, I think, are, are spots to take. So... Where are we at on the schedule? Hello, Cal. Um, so we did Immortals TSM. I said minus 260 because I think that's where the books are going to be. But it's like 
exactly two thirds, one third. So, you know, or seventy thirty yeah. minus two thirty three, right? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Hundred thieves, cloud nine. Cloud nine conceivably locked first could be throwing some weird strategies out versus a team that must win. I kind of still think Cloud9 are favored, even when they're trolling, kind of like G2. But there's probably going to be value on 100 Thieves here, right? Yeah, there's going to be some pretty high values on 100 Thieves here. Um, Cloud9 is playing out of their, is playing really well. That 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 loss to TSM, in my opinion, was kind of fluky. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, TSM I, looked really good. I don't think they that was good. A fluke. They look good, but like some of the fights that TSM took, I think C9. C9 were winning a lot of the team fights. They just hard force top the entire I don't, time. I don't think TSM. it was a fluke, man. Like, I think TSM legitimately beat them, and I just think, like, I think very reasonably Cloud9 have only had, like, four or five games where they've actually been, like, contested. Like, every other game they've just run over and the other team didn't have a chance in hell at winning. Yeah. Like, the last two, honestly, the last two weeks, I, I think the last two weeks have been the only challenges Cloud9 has had. Because teams recognized you can't just roll over and die and give them, you know, everything. You have to contest something. TSM contested some stuff. I thought the Zillion pick, we always hate, as good as Bjergsen Zillion is, we always hate seeing him on it because it means he can't, like, solo carry a game. I think Zillion specifically is so, so good against what Cloud9 want to be doing. It's so good. And it helps that he can trust, I think he feels like he can trust Kabe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Dardock. Dardock's been outstanding this. And Broken Blade. The, the whole, that team yeah. has been really, really good. We've we've been criticizing the hell out of them because they're inconsistent, but TSM have been very, very good. Anyway, we just talked about TSM a lot. Cloud9 100 Thieves. Let's handicap it. Cloud9 80-20. What do I think? Cloud9 80-20. Probably like 330. Yeah, I think the books put it at like Cloud9 minus 350 or something. Yeah. yeah. 400's 80%. Yeah, they might go that they might go that high. I mean, what's it called? We just saw G two minus four sixteen against Rogue. Yeah, Cloud nine against hundred thieves probably. Yeah, higher. they might make it minus five hundred or something. I think honestly, there's a pretty good chance I bet a hundred thieves here. They're on an upswing. Like they've been looking a little <laughs> I think bit better. Thieves are so fraudulent, but you're right. Like there's just <laughs> such a strong chance that Cloud Nine play like I don't know, like Nautilus mid and just don't snowball and lose. Yeah, they might play something weird, and 100 Thieves is getting some confidence right now. I definitely don't think 100 Thieves is a better team than Cloud9 by any stretch. I don't think 100 Thieves is a good team, period. The only thing that worries me about taking 100 Thieves here, even if the number is big, is I definitely do think that Ryoma has not been very good, and Niski is the kind of guy that loves to prey on something like that. Niski's a guy that will try to snowball his lane really hard. But I, I do think that if the number's big enough, I'm all right with... Uh, with 100 Thieves. I just put uh, plus 340, 100 Thieves, Cloud9 minus 350, because it's pretty close to Origin SK. Different kind of team, different uh, different situation for Cloud9, where they don't really have to win, whereas Origin kind of do. But... I think I want 350 or better. I think okay. if I 350 or better, I'll take 100 Thieves. Yeah, I understand both. All right, how about... This is a fun one. Liquid against Evil Geniuses. Mm. Liquid minus 145. You give me Liquid minus 145, I'm all over Liquid. EG plus 120? Yeah. Give 115? Or take. Give or yeah. Take, yeah. 
Uh, yeah. I'd be uh, all over liquid at that line. You gotta do better than that. You gotta you gotta dangle like a one sixty where I'm like, eh. I don't know, man. One fifty and one sixty. You it's think that's a huge difference? They they took a beat down last week when they needed wins. That's it's pretty tough. Just to give you guys a, a, a comparison, so Liquid last week against Immortals on Monday Night League minus three sixty nine. Liquid against CLG on uh, Saturday minus four seventy eight. I mean, they have to think that they they definitely are going to rate EG higher than either of those teams. Like the books are going to rate them. By, like I think by a lot, though. Let me go yeah, back to the first time these two teams face. Cause it might be like negative one eighty for Liquid or something like that, but. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know where I want to go on this matchup. I would really have to see the number I'm pulling to know right if I want to bet it. The but. last time these two teams faced, it was in Week 5, Day 2. So, Sunday of Week 5. Team Liquid was a minus 234 favorite. EG was plus 160. I would assume it's probably going to be closer than that. So, it'd probably be like 175. Yeah, that seems like accurate to where the book's going to put it. I don't think I want to bet either of the teams if they do that. I don't think I want Liquid at minus 175, but I do think they're going to win this game. <clears throat> That's why I said, Cal, if you dangle a 140 out there, I'm all over Liquid. All right. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's always interesting uh, doing this. <laughs> yeah, I think... If it's even if it's liquid minus one forty, that's still pretty close for me. I don't know, man. They needed wins last season and or last week, and they did not put them up. It's losing true. two games in a row when they needed wins and losing one to CLG, CLG and Immortals. Yeah, like two teams that are that they should just smash. Also, might have cost a, a good friend of mine like fifty k. By the way, he was uh, wow. He was uh, right in the running to win the one of the big fantasy championships for 50 K and he took all team liquid players last week. They do it by full weekend oh and he God. took all the team liquid players last weekend with those two easy matchups and they hard botched it, but that's brutal. That is brutal. Let's see. Yeah. I don't know. Liquid against EG is a tough matchup. EG has been better recently. I'm like, still, I mean, week. you guys know how I feel about EG. I'm like incredibly biased against BG. Or against EG. I, I, they looked better last week. I'll give them credit, but, like, I don't know how much stock to put into it. Like, Yeah, I mean, they beat, they beat FlyQuest and uh, and CLG, and before that they beat Golden Guardians. So they're on a three-game winning streak against two mediocre, like, two solid teams in Golden Guardians and FlyQuest. I still just think this team can just lose a draft any given, like, day. They just decide to lose one. I haven't seen a lot of teams that in the NALCS that can't do that. that that's the argument against it, I guess. But, like, I don't know. I'm never going to feel that confident with EG, just period. I'm just never going to. Yeah, I have a hard time. They should They should be, like, the fourth best team in the league. They should be better than everyone besides TSM, Cloud9, and Liquid. For sure, yeah. Like, I, to, to me, it's no – I don't even think it's close. Yeah, I think I think they could be completely unsynergistic in a meta game that's like right now where it's bad. Like I don't want to say it's bad for individual players because individual players matter. We've discussed this ad nauseum. Like the meta right now is about team play more than individual play. It's not that they don't matter. It's just that it matters a lot less. And I still think they have enough of a talent advantage that they should just be better than everyone besides those three teams. 
I'm not saying they're going to go, you know, 14 and four, but this should be a 10 and six team on town alone. Period. Mm-hmm. 12 and six are better if they get some synergy going, and they just haven't been. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I would want to take Team Liquid in the low minus one somethings. If it was like minus one twenty five, I think I'm taking Team Liquid. Even at like minus one fifty, I think I just watch this one. I want to figure out what's going on with these teams. So I think one fifty is the line then. <laughs> uh, CLG Dignitas. Dignitas probably picks up a win in this matchup. I would think. Like they're still fighting. CLG has looked better lately. Uh, but I still don't think – I think people kind of overhyped how much better CLG has looked. They've looked better, but they haven't looked good. CLG, looked I think you need to treat like Shalka, but not as good. Yeah, like Shalka. Like, I actually think Shalka have identified who they are, and they're good at that one thing. They've shown us that they're good at this one thing against good teams and bad teams, right? They don't have the wins to show for it, but they've shown us. CLG are just a little bit better. Doesn't mean they're good. Doesn't mean they deserve to be a playoff team. Like if CLG was this good at the beginning of the season, I don't think they're a playoff team still. Yeah, exactly. And and people like people were pretty happy about Stixay going out and Wind coming in, and people got like real hyped about that. But Wind was not very good in Academy. No. And the first game that he played, where people got hyped because CLG won, I believe it was against Liquid, where they got hyped, they played basically a protect the eighty carry comp, mm-hmm. and at forty minutes their eighty carry was over three. This was, was what good. I was saying about Stixa for all those years. Yeah, and they played. If you play a protect the eighty carry comp and your eighty carry is zero three at forty minutes, they probably haven't been playing optimally. Yeah. And that was what happened in that game. So, I'm I'm not sold on CLG by a long shot. I mean, I don't know if you guys were around for this, but when Stixa was coming up, I was all, I was the only I was the only guy I know that was like, oh, you know what, like. It's pretty easy for everybody to look good in a protect the carry comp if you're an eighty. Like if you're an eighty carry and it's protect the carry meta and you suck, you're just terrible. Like, yeah. And he looked pretty good in a protect the carry meta for like a year, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, he's the next best thing." It's like, yeah, you know what? He's probably a certain amount good for delivering on what he's promising to deliver, but yeah, he. I don't know. He was not a problem with this team, but. So so where 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 do we cap this? This is kind of a a weird one, right? Dignitas and CLG technically last place and and second to last place. Dignitas minus one twenty five, CLG plus one ten. Let's see. So about even. Yep, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Dignitas is is slightly better than CLG for sure. The last time these two teams played. I'm glad Acadian's back in, though. He's good guy. Good guy. Better than Greg, Where the for hell sure. is the last time these two teams played? I agree on better than Greg. I still don't think Acadian's like a like a nah. level okay. LTS jungler. It's funny because I picked 100 Thieves Academy against Dignitas on Monday, and, <laughs> dude, Greg was just not having it. <laughs> he was just, he's like, I'm not going to help you guys gank. I'm just going to do my own oh, thing. Here just... we go. I found it. Dignitas Academy on Monday sucks anyways. This actually... Are they doing the schedule out of order? Am I losing my mind here? It is not directly in like a perfect mirrored format like it used to be. CLG Dignitas the last time around was week one. CLG were minus 287. 
Dig was plus 197. But you got to keep in mind that that was when Futures had Dignitas priced as the worst team. So And they had CLG priced as a real contender. As like a fourth-place team. Uh, yeah, a lot of people thought with Crown and stuff they Maybe were going to be Myself included. I signed yep. me up. I was there too, but interesting. So where do, where do we end up putting this number? I said minus 125 for Dig, plus 110 for CLG. I think that's about right. I don't know. I think I think Dayton Toss is still a better team. Probably by more than this. Yeah. I think they're better by a little bit. That's a good number, John, because like I know Dignitas is better than that number, but I don't want to lay money in a best of one in North America. Like I just don't unless I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I mean Dig is oh four, oh five oh five in their last five. Yeah. And their last win was against Immortals. So it's it's tough to really, I think, uh, God make damn it North America. But this is how NA works, right? You, there's... <laughs> that has been NA this season. Like Chris I'm is just like. Out. So wait a minute. <laughs> Two and five. So it's time to break that break that streak. It's just gonna happen. I guess yeah, so. It's been infuriating, man. It's been really, really hard to to pick out exactly what's going on in NA. All right. So I just realized they're not doing Monday Night League next week. They're just doing five Sunday, five Saturday, five Sunday. This week they are, but next week they aren't. Oh, that's week nine. That's why. Anyway, yeah. Let's let's power through this because we've been running for yeah. a little while. Uh, FlyQuest Immortals. I think FlyQuest are probably head, yeah, like heavy Fly favorites, Quest. right? Yeah. Minus yeah, 200. Price, yeah, ooh, probably minus 180, in my opinion. Uh, 200 sounds about right to me. I think it's 233. I think it's the same as uh, <laughs> Immortals. I think FlyQuest are actually good. Like, I really do. They I, think are. Lim- I think they're limited. I think they're a lot more limited than TSM is, like, in terms of upside. But that doesn't really – m- honestly, the upside doesn't matter right now in this current metagame. Like, it just doesn't. Like, it, this is the, the game right now is about teams that are philosophically coherent, drafting coherently, things that make sense, everything's lined up, and just execute. So to me, yeah. upside has nothing to do with it. I want guys that are like baseline good and consistent. And FlyQuest have been good. I do think FlyQuest has hit their wall. I do I too. They're going to come down from here, I think. But they're a playoff team, and they're still better than a lot of these worst teams, including Immortals. So they, they should win here most of the time. I say FlyQuest minus 200, 66%. 200 sounds about right to me. Plus whatever it is, 170. If I give you Immortals plus 170, Kyle, are you taking that? Is that too yeah, fat totally. a number? It should probably be 160, right? I think that's actually probably more accurate to what. Chris, is that too fat? Like pH fat? Yeah. <laughs> On to the next one. <laughs> that's what that means. Uh, yes. Golden Guardians against Team Liquid. I would think Team Liquid would would take a win here and should probably be reasonably heavy favorites. So we said like. Liquid minus one seventy five against EG, minus two hundred against Golden Guardians. Uh, probably even heavier. I think EG's significantly better than Golden Guardians. Yeah, I would put Team Liquid minus two thirty. Okay, we go back to your two thirty three number. Yeah. Thoughts, questions, concerns. Lots of concerns. Zero questions. <laughs> okay. I feel I feel like what's his name in Super Troopers? Remember when Cream? Cream? 
No cream? Okay, no cream. <laughs> um, CLG, Cloud9, yikes. It's going to be a huge number. It's going to be minus 600 or something. No, it's going to be bigger than that, I think. I think you're going to see, I, I think you're going to see like a G2 versus like G2 and Excel. G2 is minus 744 against Excel, who's actually okay. Yeah, it's it going to be, be minus 1,000. I mean, if CLG's like plus seven or eight hundred, I mean, I'm I'm never passing that up in the NALCS and I want to bet for one. Same. If they're like plus seven fifty, I'll I'll bet CLG. So what's the fifteen percent is five sixty seven, CLG plus five sixty seven. I think given given the potential likelihood of trolling in this situation. Yeah, I think I could take five sixty seven. CLG pit, like pick this out as their Super Bowl. They're going to have some cheesy nonsense prepared. I wouldn't be surprised. And like we said, Cloud9 might be messing around a little bit. Plus, there's just the main factor that we talk about of just like when the number gets big enough, like teams can just yeah. win games. It's against also, just like, I mean, neither team has anything to play for, literally. Yeah. Plus 567 is big enough. It's, it's very for. rare that you actually get the neither team cares about this at all. Like, the actual. It, it's very rare that you get a situation where it actually doesn't matter at all for anything. Yeah, and this is going to be like that. Like, Cloud9 literally can't not get first place. CLG, I guess if they win out, could get not last place. Not that they give a shit about that. Yeah. Give me CLG. It's probably going to be like five 500 plus. Give me that. Good game to, to play in DFS, probably. Uh-huh. For tournaments, that is. Dignitas. Evil Geniuses. Evil Genius is probably going to be favored. Yeah, I would think Evil Based Genius on recent will be performance. minus one, uh, minus one seventy-five. Yeah, I was going to say minus one eighty on Evil Geniuses over here. Yeah, that seems about right to me. Somewhere in the if you give me my if you give me minus one eighty plus one thirty, I'm taking Dignitas. Nah, I would take. I'd rather take Evil Geniuses at minus one eighty than Dig at plus one thirty. Right. I think EG's going to clean them up. There it is. I'm on Dignitas. I, I don't even like Dignitas. I just think EG's full of shit. Like that's <laughs> Monday Night League. Chris, you have any leanings on that one? Uh, I don't have any strong leanings. Uh, Dignitas and EG. I'll take Dignitas if they are the underdog. Yeah. Right. Everyone just very much uh, count them out, so it's time to bet on them, right? That's how you always hundred thieves fly quest. FlyQuest is almost definitely going to be overpriced here. I'm interested to see the line on this game because I think I want to bet 100 Thieves if they're a decent-sized underdog. I really think FlyQuest has kind of hit their wall and they're going to start losing some games to so teams that are below them. We put FlyQuest Immortals at minus 200 plus 160. FlyQuest 100 Thieves, probably the same number. Different trajectories, same number. If I got plus 160 on 100 Thieves, I think I'd take the 100 Thieves. Calvin, Chris. Uh, nah, I'm just gonna stick with FlyQuest. I don't think Hundred Thieves is any good. Nope. Hundred Thieves. I think people kind of Hundred Thieves kind of comes down to Medios for me because Rioma's been pretty bad, but they still have Someday and Cody Sun, who I think is like two fairly star players in their top and bot lane, and so. 
if Medios plays well, then like four out of their five positions are at least passable or better. Uh, so I don't you're, know, a lot, they... you're a lot higher on Ryoma than I am. I think I think even in the games they're winning, he's not doing a lot to impress me. Well, I, I was counting Stunt as the fourth. Like I think uh, Ryoma's clearly like below league weekly. average. Yeah, Is but he Mickey of North America. <laughs> someday can still completely carry games. Yeah. And Still very good. The biggest problem for me in the middle of the season that made me go completely out on Hunter Thieves was Medios. I thought Medios was just playing abysmally. Yeah, he's been slightly better lately. I'm still very worried. It's a about Zach him, meta. Just saying. I'm still I'm still worried about Medios, but he's been a little bit better in the last couple games. How about Golden Guardians versus TSM? Is it just a minus two sixty, you know, plus two hundred. Yeah, it's TSM's like probably Immortals. even. They're going to make him an even bigger favorite, I think. I think TSM will be like minus three something. Three something. Three fifty. Probably... Two forty. Yeah, I probably won't bet either side of it. GG plus two forty versus TSM minus three fifty. Question mark. All right. Any questions, comments, concerns on NA? I'm kind of concerned that there's no lines out yet. I hope NA is actually happening this week, but yeah, yeah I need this it, weekend. I, I need this weekend to play out so that I can get a better idea of doing my playoff picture thing. I'm still really annoyed that I couldn't do it properly, but I just really didn't feel like I could. Yeah. So I'm going to have to wait till the end of this week. Um, Pick of the week. Last week we had, I mean, I was the only winner last week. What the hell guys? (laughs) Come on. The the client, the clients need us to make them some money and we're losing. That JDG game. No, no, listen, listen, you want to talk about, yeah, that was, was I'm I'm with you. Because I was on all three dogs that day, and I was livid. I was this close. JD, you should have won that game. I was so mad. <laughs> uh, so last week, I was the only winner. I had G2 minus 155 against Fnatic. Uh, John missed on Excel plus 159 against Misfits. Uh, Chris missed on Mad Lions plus 123 against Rogue. So upset with that. And Calvin, as we just discussed. Barely missed on his ONG plus JDG parlay. Double dog parlay. It would have been um, sweet. It was, I mean, I, I honestly think that because that, that line was so bad. Like, JDG are, are actually really good. So Yeah, yeah that, I, I have to say that was a terrible line, even though you didn't end up hitting it. That, that, was, was, that was a bad beat. Yeah, that was a bad beat. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so, on the season, that moves us to negative 1.43 units. Our first, our like first time basically being negative. I mean, so, we were might have been for a second earlier in the season. We're twelve too. and fifteen on the split. I am five and two. Not to brag, but I am I am holding us down. I recognize it, guys. Um, I'm <laughs> plus two point nine three. John is minus zero point four seven. Chris is minus four point nine. You got some work to do, Chris. It's sad. It's and Calvin is plus one point zero one on the year. So. March 11th, so we're recording this Wednesday night. Pick of the week. Gentlemen, whoever wants to take it, take it away. I'm taking the Mad Lions against Misfits. Um, I have to admit, betting against Misfits has doomed my picks of the week so far. I've bet against Misfits a lot and been mostly wrong. But I I really strongly feel how I feel about them, that they're falling off the same way that FlyQuest is going to fall off. And with Mad really needing to win this game, I think this is a, a, a good enough matchup that Matt should win. Plus 114. Who's next? Well, all right. Well, I'm plus 115 E-Star against EDG. Um, E-Star is looking really good. 
this game actually fits our meta really well. And I actually picked suing the to beat E Star, but I don't know. E Star is E Star has a really good sense of how to play this game though, and I honestly think Coach Luck is has has a huge part to play in it because you have a veteran coach and an RNG basically club and you know, and he's molding these guys together and they look good. I mean, you know, they, they really do look good. And EDG is also missing a bunch of their guys. Uh, I don't know if Gino's going to play, but... We talked about this a lot already. Yeah. It's funny because, like, I actually think Sony's going to lose today. But whatever. <laughs> E-Star plus 115. Do you actually <laughs> think they're going to lose or you just on the value? No, I honestly... Dude, I, I think I think Sony's going to lose. I actually... Too man, Suning just has a lot of problems as well. I think their top half is just awful. I have Suning and Eastar like the same. But in that series, they both showed me good things and they both showed me bad things. But if you like, but like, I mean, like Hope has honestly played alright. Hope has played alright for one off-season tournament. I'm calling you. No, no, I'm calling you out on this one. Hope he played well the first game too. Hope played an off-season tournament. He played. He played okay in Demacia Cup. And then you have Scout, who's always been good against Angel. And then Scout's, have... Scout's good. I'm not going to deny that for sure. And then you have fucking Pew Pew over here. He sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and... Against a guy that's literally never played an LPL game. We don't know. We don't know. We've seen what we think we know from Demacia Cup. We don't oh, I know. know. I know. Trust me. I have a lot of inside sources. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm part of the EDG camp. We pulling so. the EDG. We pulling the sources here. Sources yeah, close to the situation. Lin, Linda, Linda brought me in under her wing. <laughs> I just think it's so hard to, to play with to play with two new guys, and you have one of them. You have a you have an import jungler. You have a new top laner and an import jungler. These guys have probably played games like this week. It's okay because SOFM is probably just going to inch his way out of I don't uh, think it's a win. Actual. Okay, I can see. He was, he was, he was, he right, was, he was right. the cost. We're clearly going to butt heads on this one, but I had, to, I had to call the hope point out. I had to. I think hope is, I think hope is fine. I He's thought fine. hope was fine last year. We'll see, I guess. We'll see, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. Chris. Um, I'm taking WE plus 223 against Fiji. I think this is just a value play. I was initially more higher on, uh, WE, but then I realized uh, Vichy had a rough start with the matchups. I do like that bet, though, Chris. I think that's a good one at plus 223. I need to make a ground. That's all I need to know. That's all I, need to know. <laughs> I had two that I really, really liked. Uh, they're both on Sunday in the LPL. Um, really, I kind of like parlaying all three favorites to sweep on Sunday, but I'm going to go with RNG. Um, the RNG spread. Minus 1.5 maps against Team WE at minus 133. I think that's a pretty good spot. Uh, the other one I had in mind was, you know, just to throw a couple bonus selections out there, I like T.O.P. and the Get Right Spot against LGD, who I think is garbage. And I liked the Excel plus 10.5 kills against G2 quite a bit as well. Um, and I think that's going to be it. So... Uh, John has to jet. Something came up, but uh, we'll do brief sign-offs real quick. Uh, I had one. I have a planned one for the first time in the history of sign-offs or me. So hmm. I recently watched a documentary series, a docu-series as they call them, 
on HBO. It's called McMillions. And the premise of it, it's a documentary about how the McDonald's Monopoly game from like the 90s and early 2000s, there was this huge fraud case that happened because there was a guy rigging the game from the inside. And it's not just like about it's not just like a crime like, you know, who done it kind of situation. All of the people involved in this whole scam are like cartoon char- characters. They're like caricatures of different, you know, archetypes of people and it's outstanding. Like it's been it's 6 episodes long. I think they're like 45 minutes an episode. Uh, I actually just finished it like last night. I just watched the last episode last night. It's outstanding. Uh, it's, it's, it's absurd. Honestly, it's absurd, which is what makes it so good. The people are absurd. The situation is absurd. And it was a case. It was a classic situation of a case that seemed ridiculous and thought that you were getting messed around with and just had legs and had its own character of itself and its own personality. And it was, it was outstanding. It was super entertaining. I would highly recommend checking it out. I'll make mine short so people can uh, get on with lives. Uh, not necessarily League of Legends related, but I did like enjoy the episode where Thorin interviewed LS about why the West, uh, something's holding them back from getting good. I think it's a good discussion of the mentality and the mindset and how uh, the East com- juxtaposed with the West in preparation. It just goes down all the way to how people think about life and um it goes all the way down there and it translates over to games, of course, and not necessarily just League of Legends, but I always like cultural things in discussion like that. Yeah, for those that don't know, um, he's sponsored by Cloud9 now, so they actually released, like, a well-produced like podcast and you can get it, you know, the same places you get our, our show and everything, so I'd highly recommend checking that out because it's very well-produced and Thorin, you know, whether you like him or not, puts on a good talk show. All right. Well, that's that's a lot of fun, guys. Um, well, I guess there's really nothing going on. I mean, honestly, okay, so as like a pharmacist, don't worry, guys. There's medicine out there that fights most of the strands for the coronavirus. Uh, y'all overreacting. Just honestly, wash your hands. If you're old and your immune system sucks, I'm sorry. You know, get some help immediately. Um, us young bucks, you know, we'll probably get sick. We'll probably get the pneumonia, but you know what? We'll bounce back in like a week and a half because it's really not that, it's really not that serious, guys. So stop freaking out. I don't know, Just man. Take precautionary stuff. Wash your hands. Clean your sheets. Put deodorant on. Just live a healthy lifestyle, man. <laughs> put deodorant like... on. I'm sure it has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Just do that anyway. Just do that one anyway. Just do it, please. <laughs> Just, just be, just be health conscious a little bit. You know, honestly, it's, it's, it's a government conspiracy. So we could, we could go, we could go on that like next, next. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, honestly, I, like I said, there's a lot of things that the government and media isn't telling us that, you know, that we should know. There, and like I said, I, being a pharmacist, I, there, I, I know a good amount of things. And so, like I said, it's just. It's really a delayed pneumonia, so honestly, like, it just, just stay, just be healthy, just clean yourself. All right, Use don't freak sense. out. Yeah, common sense stuff. Like you, like, 
Plus, if when you get it, it doesn't mean you're going to die. I hate that. I hate when people say that. They're like, oh, now that these guys have it, they're going to die. I'm like, you're freaking oh out for no God. reason. So, like I said, making things, everyone's making this into a serious matter. And it's a serious matter. You know, it sucks. But we're just overreacting to a virus that, you know, we've honestly had in our bodies before. So, that's it. <laughs> All right. Ending, ending on a controversy. Just like, yep, all right, cut it off. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. What's more controversial, Calvin's take on the coronavirus or his uh, pick of the week of EDG? <laughs> of Look, and also stop calling it the China coronavirus. Just uh, yeah, I, I've gone through a, a lot of that with some I've actually confronted a couple people about that already because I work about about a third of the people I work with like or or customers of where I work at are from overseas like from mm-hmm. Asia like different Korea, China, Taiwan, wherever. Mm-hmm. And they you like to think that you hear these horror stories about people doing that stuff and that you know you're insulated from it but I've seen a couple situations where people are just straight up racist about shit and it has nothing to do with that at all. So just don't be an asshole to your neighbors like they're people just like you it doesn't matter like <laughs> This is not seeing anything other than that. So, uh, yeah, don't be jerks to people. Be nice. Respect yep. one another. All right, guys. Uh, I think that's it. We got – you guys are all three on dogs again this week, so hopefully some of these dogs hit. Cause, uh, this is this is, this is is where I start going on an 0-20 run, so – you guys, you guys, I'm just getting, I just, I got lucky in the first couple, <laughs> first couple, because, because uh, I had, I had no underdogs to bet, but now, now that the LPL, now the LPL started up, <laughs> you guys are in for a long ride. <laughs> yeah. No, don't, don't, don't listen to me anymore. This is the fate even, Calvin point of no return. Even though I've had some really good DFS hits lately. <laughs> for, so. All right, guys, I think that's going to be it for us. Um, I'm going to cut this up. I'll have it out tomorrow. But everybody, good luck this weekend. Uh, I mean, we basically have League of Legends every single day, you know, for a while, assuming things are okay, thanks to the LPL. Uh, Enjoy it. Have fun. Good luck. And um, we'll see you guys next week. The Gold Card Podcast opening theme is Clouds by Harvey and the Hendersons. The closing theme is Wasp in a Hat by the Tea Club. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Podbean to never miss an episode.